Mac McMillan co-founded Austin, Texas-based security consulting firm Synergistic in 2004 after a 30-year career in security and risk management, including 20 years at the Department of Defense. But now Exilio, a publicly traded document management company, has acquired Synergistic for $34 million. So what's next for Synergistic and Mac McMillan? I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Executive Editor of Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Synergistic's CEO, Mac McMillan, who will discuss why his company has agreed to be acquired and what's next for him and the company he built. So now, first of all, Mac, why did you and the rest of the Synergistic leadership team decide to sell the company and why to Exilio? Well, you know, Marianne, it's it's really quite simple. My partner and I founded this company with the idea of of growing it to a certain point and and eventually having it acquired. Uh, What was interesting is that we kind of sort of forgot that along the the way, and we just kept growing. And because we were having so much fun and we enjoyed so much our our customers and the folks that we work with that we just never slowed down. But we got to a point finally where where we recognized that we felt we needed to take that next step. You know, companies have to go from being those private startups to eventually becoming something that other folks can get involved in and invest in and help them grow to that next level. And I think that's where we're at. And so we decided it was time that we needed to matriculate, if you will, from being a privately held company that was obviously experiencing and enjoying healthy growth but I wanted to I want to be able to take it to the next level and I want to be able to leave something behind eventually that is going to continue to grow and, and continue to let the people that have helped us grow it to this point and those that will come now take it and, and make it something even better. So this transaction allows us to tap into that public market, allows us to tap into investors in a, in a way that we never could before. It allows us to actually grow Synergistec immediately because we're going to continue to operate Synergistec as a wholly owned subsidiary under the Auxilio holding company or parent company, but we're going to immediately begin the integration of Redspin and Delphus, which are two companies that Auxilio acquired a year ago and two years ago, into the Synergistec structure to enhance our technical testing capabilities and services that we can offer on the technical security side to our customers, which is extremely exciting, as well as the risk management software as a service offering that the Delphus crew had to be able to provide an automated tool in addition to our consulting services to even help our customers even more and maybe reach other parts of the market that we weren't able to reach in the past. So this is just an exciting opportunity to continue to grow Synergistec and the brand and the company and to continue to provide even greater services to our customers. So, Mac, will you continue to play a role at the newly merged company? And if so, what role will you take on? Uh, absolutely. You know, the folks at Auxilio were pretty crafty in how they orchestrated this, and they um, made sure that I, I am going to actively be engaged for some time to come. Uh, I am going to continue as the CEO of Synergistec, but I'm also going to take on the president role at, at Auxilio, so I'll be involved on both sides of the business. But, uh, yeah, I will be actively involved in both the security and the and the document management side of things going forward. And I'm looking forward to, you know, a great opportunity to, to grow these businesses and, again, just add, add more and more capabilities that our customers are needing. 
So, Mac, how many people did Synergistec employ, and will your workforce be joining Exilio, and will you still be based out of Austin, Texas? So, uh, at the time of the acquisition, uh, Synergistec had 63 uh, employees on board, and we had, I think we had two in the pipeline who were waiting to start, so a total of 65. Exilio is, is a bit larger. They had over 200 so once the two companies or two entities combined today, I think we're about 350 folks strong, total manpower strength. I will continue to, to stay in Austin, Texas. We're not quite sure where everybody's going to end up eventually. We're, you know, we are looking at, at how we're going to begin to do the integration of certain functions or parts of the companies, and but we're not going to do anything quickly. We're going to take our time. There's no reason to, so to speak, break anything that's not broken. So. We're going to take our time, understand both businesses, understand where our strengths are, and then figure out how to put it together in a way that makes the most sense. What's your outlook and top predictions for the healthcare sector when it comes to cybersecurity in 2017 and beyond? What should we be watching for? What what worries you as you look ahead? I think the challenges in terms of being able to, to acquire enough resources is going to continue to still be a challenge for our healthcare organizations and, uh, and tax their abilities to respond to, to what I see as a, as a growing threat picture that they're faced with. I see that the innovation in the industry with respect to the new services, new devices, new applications, et cetera, as well as the, the whole Internet of Things threat that's emerging right now that could be quite disruptive if those patterns or those trends continue. And the challenges that I'm, I'm reading now in terms of, of the healthcare with respect to the financial side, I think it's going to be a very, very challenging time for healthcare, and I think they're going to be relying more and more on their partners, as we've seen in the past. And that's another reason why this is just the right time and the right thing to do. Synergistec has always been there for, it, for its clients. We prided ourselves on creating long-term relationships with our customers most of our customers have been with us for more than a decade, and we just need to be able to bring more and more to them uh, and support them, and, and this is going to give us that opportunity. So now, Mac, when you work with healthcare organizations and you work with many of them, what are the top cyber lessons that you see the healthcare sector being resistant or stubborn in learning that keeps ending up with bad results, that they just they don't seem to grasp it yet? When you Phrase the question that way, Marianne. I think probably the biggest area is not recognizing how serious this threat is and being willing to make the hard choices or the hard decisions to invest in security technology and and the right resources, as well as recognizing that this is not something that they should go it alone. They they need to have folks with the right expertise and the right knowledge and whatnot to be able to help them do this successfully. You know, when I was the director of security before and in the government and managing security, one thing I knew very quickly was that there was no way I could do everything with with just the resources that I had or the folks that I had, even though I I had some of the best in the business and I I was extremely satisfied or proud of what they were capable of doing. But the fact of the matter is, no one can do this totally on their own. This is something that it, it takes all of us to do, and I think that healthcare has to recognize that one, there's going to have, they're going to have to make an investment. There's no way of getting around that. And two, they need to pick the right partners that they can have confidence in that are going to be there with them from during the good times and the bad times and, and when they need them.
Now, the healthcare sector, like most sectors, is facing a cybersecurity talent shortage. But when it comes to security technologies that are being underutilized in the healthcare sector, is there anything in particular that you wish that the healthcare sector would be more proactive in implementing that could save them a lot of problems looking ahead with security? I think there are two or three things. I think the first thing is I would really like to see better access control. And, and what I mean by that is either going to using vaulted solutions for elevated privileges, using two-factor authentication for remote access and for access to critical applications, you know, just making it harder for the bad guys to, to get a leg up or an advantage. Using advanced malware detection technologies where we're not just reliant on on rule-based solutions, but technologies that actually look for and recognize anomalous behavior or situations in the environment that give us a hint that something's not right and that we need to investigate. And then real, true security monitoring and, and analysis from dedicated folks that know how to do that so that they have early warning and early indicators of, of something that's going on so that they can get ahead of these things and have a, a better fighting chance of avoiding a disruptive event. And finally, Mac, as you noted, you know, you spent a lot of time doing security in the government sector and you're an expert in the healthcare sector when it comes to cybersecurity, privacy. We're about to have a new president and a new administration. What's your advice to the Trump administration when it comes to cybersecurity in general and cybersecurity and breaches in the healthcare sector in particular. Are there any policies that you hope they will either adopt or at least not drop looking ahead? I think the first thing I would say is, is, is continue to take cybersecurity serious. I think that it's probably, from a critical infrastructure perspective, one of the biggest threats to our nation. You know, you disrupt the banking system, you disrupt our healthcare system, you disrupt disrupt our communications, and you can absolutely put this country in a position of real stress. And, you know, when times are bad or time, or when things, emergencies happen or whatever, people need to be able to rely on the ability of their healthcare organizations to be able to care for them. And so I think focusing on protecting the, the, our critical infrastructures in this, in this country, putting more emphasis on making our, our infrastructure around healthcare with respect to power and communications, et cetera, more resilient so that our hospitals can focus on taking care of people without having to worry about whether or not the power is going to get there or the going to be, a, you know, dedicated redundant communication links that are going to keep them up and running when, when one of them perhaps goes down, if you will. I think that, and I think probably one of the biggest things I'd like to see the administration do is really take a serious look at uh, overhauling the HIPAA security rule. I mean, it is it is clearly not what we need today. We need to adopt the NIST cybersecurity framework, at least minimally across the board, and raise the bar with respect to how we define or and develop security architectures in healthcare. Thanks, Mac. I've been speaking to longtime security expert Mac McMillan. I'm Marianne Kolbesuk-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.